Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new going in raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Uh, be sure to, uh, uh, you know, it's good. It's helping to support going in raw. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for a little distracted trying to get the stream up and going. Seems like there's some, uh, some issues. Oh, that's all right. Well, we're just going to keep on going. There's nothing we can do about it. We're already deep into it, man. Yeah, I guess we're into the introduction. So hopefully at some point <laughs> things will uh, kick into gear. Yeah. No, there's something happened over there. Some- maybe. <laughs> maybe. Something's happening over here. You know, you press that stream button. You hope the magic will happen. Usually it does sometimes. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. We'll, we'll take what we can get. YouTube is still figuring out you know, its path, man. We should just man. be appreciative of the miracle of, of, of internet capability. In the I first think we place. really should be. Yesterday, my child, Alabama, she asked me, Oh, we got a new patron, Manny Cruz. Thank Thanks, you, Manny. Manny. Yesterday, my child asked me a, a very difficult to answer question, Larson. What is internet? I mean, it get down to it. It's all just ones and zeros, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I explained it to her more like a, a Obi-Wan described the Force. It's uh, the energy that surrounds us and binds us together. <laughs> well, it surrounds us. And I'm not exactly sure it binds us together, though. <laughs> it does quite the opposite. I uh, Well, no, you know what? You know what? That's actually that's actually a good point. It does in some way binds, binds us together, Larson, because uh, today, at some point, the Friendocast is oh, yeah. dropping yeah something between like 17 and like 22 friendos that seems like a lot of hosts for one show in the discord group the going in raw discord group which you can get access to for a dollar on the patreon patreon.com forward slash steven larson uh they all uh got together and recorded what's i get sort of loosely referred to as a podcast mm-hmm. uh, when you have 17 people talking i'm not sure i haven't listened to it myself I listened to some of the discussions going on. 
and uh, and it's all it's all interesting stuff. There are some voices in there that could like I was I was shocked. DJ Booty Dan, yeah, wouldn't have thought it. That guy has a voice made for podcasts. You know what his well, voice? Maybe maybe he actually is a disc jockey. You know what his voice reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Root. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just very very calming. It's very soothing. Uh, Cody Miles has a wonderful podcast voice. Yes. Uh, Wayne Maker always sounds like he's uh, talking from a basement. Yeah, I know. And the microphone might be up at the top of the stairs. And he's always very intense. (laughs) And he's always very intense, exactly. So uh, for those watching live right now, apologies for the delay. Looks like we are live now. Yeah. You haven't missed much. No. But now that we are seemingly live, why don't we hop right into the news? Hop into the news. All right, kick things off. Uh, CM Punk's got a movie coming out soon. Yeah. It's called the... Gr- uh, third Floor? Some Girl on the Third Floor? Girl on the Third Floor. We've seen the trailer. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks, really, it looks he's, interesting. He's got some charisma, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, no, dude. He has camera face. That dude has... He's got feature film face. Yeah. So old Phil has been making the promotional rounds of late and did a, a Reddit AMA, I think, yesterday. And, of course, he's going to ask, get asked, when he's coming back to WWE? This is what his answer was this time. It's, it's quite a deviation from his usual. Uh, he said, quote, it'd have to be a very big bag. I'm assuming he means a Unquote. money bag. Yes. Not like a bag filled with human parts. That might be the case in the movie. Right. However, IRL Phil mm-hmm. doesn't want that. This dude is money. coming back, man. Come on, what did I tell you before, Larson? You got to look into the eyes and tell me what do you see. I see a guy who wants some money. Well, I, mean, I always figured he wanted money, but he just he, I just tr- take people at the word. Phil doesn't Never see- do that. Like Chris Jericho, I understand. He's he's a showman. So you got to take what he says a certain amount with great salt. Mm. Phil doesn't seem like that. He seems like more or less a straight shooter. So when he says, I have no interest in pro wrestling, all right. I assume given how things went down telling the WWE career, uh, that might have, there might be some, uh, some truth to that. People evolve. People change. It's called playing people hard to get, their mind. It's called playing hard to get. No, also, I'm sure it's like, okay, I've just lost a million and a half dollars through this lawsuit here. I could stand to, 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 to get my bank account filled up again. Filled up. Um, filled up. Well, I also mentioned this last time we talked about CM Punk saying he's not coming back to wrestling, and clearly he is. Um, uh, there, you know, he's got a he's got a future proof himself. It's one thing to be thrifty, but you got to keep a, a stream of revenue coming in um, if you like a certain lifestyle. And I'm not even saying he, he he has an extravagant lifestyle, but you know, so everybody has their minimum amount that they want to live on. Well, and he's, uh, he's not like he's not working. He's got a burgeoning movie career. How much do you think he made for that movie? Oh, nothing. But I'm yeah. saying burgeoning, as in it's on the it's on the way up. Yeah, he wants to do a movie with Batista. He said. Yeah, I hope he does. I think, dude. I honestly, I look at that trailer. I was like, wow, Phil Brooks has got presence. I mean, we always saw that in wrestling, but it doesn't yeah. always translate. No. Like, how many people went to the theaters to go see that Dolph Ziggler movie? N- nobody. Right. Because I don't think ever was released in the theaters. Wasn't actually in the theaters. Straight to DVD. Right. How many um, people went to go see the Chaperone? Uh. Probably more people than saw Countout. Shit, didn't Chaperone actually come out in theaters? I think so. I think it did. Um, but Excuse no, I mean me. that's a good point. You know, a lot of times we see these wrestlers, and uh, it might not, it might translate on, you know, in the wrestling ring on mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. But being up there on the big screen or in a feature film at twenty four frames uh, per second, uh, that's not that's an entirely different thing. It is. I saw this trailer. I was like, man, this guy he he could have a future in acting. Maybe he doesn't like the BS of acting. Maybe he just I don't know. I don't know. It seemingly he now has a price. To come back to wrestling. 
Well, I mean, it's probably just because he said it's it's a very large price doesn't mean like is Tyson Fury money enough? Reported. Well, okay, alleged Tyson Fury money. Fury money, which is fifteen million dollars. I think that the more reasonable question is probably is Brock Lesnar money money enough? I think Punk's main reason for being so well, besides he was burnt out and he wanted time off. He wasn't respected to the degree that he felt he needed to be respected, which was all the respect, which was main event WrestleMania. Yeah. I think that might have been a little bit different. If they really, if they didn't just take that title off him to shove it to the rock uh, and they had given him a main event slot at WrestleMania, maybe, maybe. Well, there was, it was, there was several things. It was the health stuff. It was that. Uh, on Art of Wrestling, he talked many times about having to go up to Vince and, 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 and say, hey, my payout's not what it should be. Yeah, he wanted, my money. yeah, he, in general, the big picture thing was he wanted to be more appreciated yeah. in terms of respect, respect enough to give me my pay, uh, how much do you owe me, I want it, be upfront with me, be honest with me, give me good creative, give me the main event slot at WrestleMania. It was what everybody wants. They just want to be treated well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he felt like after being champion for more than a year and putting his body through all that, least they can do is give them main event spot. But let's face it. If they said, hey, yeah, we're going to give you all this money and we're going to give you the main event slot, you're going to be a big deal when you come back. Yeah. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if you took that. Absolutely. Uh, and seemingly, with every week that passes, we get closer and closer to that. Well, first things first. Let's see if he shows up backstage. I guess he was asked about that on this AMA, too, mm. and no sold that. Oh, he just said he couldn't comment? No, he, I don't think he said anything. Oh, okay. One of the recaps I read said someone asked him about it. He just didn't say anything. It's the only question he didn't answer. Ask me anything but that, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Big yeah. old bag of money. That's what it's going to take. Is that what... Uh, I mean, probably like a wire transfer, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, direct deposit, something like <laughs> that, maybe. Direct deposit, wire transfer. Maybe just, maybe just a, 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 like a, a publisher's clearinghouse size check. <laughs> He clearly, though, wants a giant duffel bag stuffed with, I'm assuming, packaged together $100 bills. Yeah. That's what he's looking at. He can at. put in a, a, a safe under the floor. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this now. Uh, this is not surprising at this all. This is basically non-news. But it, given that WB apparently has no idea what they're doing, it's, it's the right hand not knowing the left hand is doing apparently. Um, so uh, a couple weeks back, before his uh, title defense at Hell in a Cell, Seth Rollins was named as captain of Team Hogan mm-hmm. for this 10-man, I think, elimination tag match taking place at Crown Jewels, Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Uh, and we thought, hey, that's kind of strange. He's got this match in Hell in a Cell, at Hell in a Cell against The Fiend. Yeah, He seems awfully happy to be a member of Team Hogan. Hell, the captain of Team Hogan. Yeah, That's kind of a disconnect. Um, and so he had the match at Hell in a Cell. He didn't lose the title, so something had to give. Um, and then this match uh, uh, on Raw this last week, they said there's a little false anywhere match between Fiend and Seth Rollins. Like, dude's got two matches in one night. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. So it was announced yesterday by WB that Seth has been uh, uh, taken off Team Hogan. He's not the captain. He's not the team anymore. So he can solely focus on his match against the Fiend. This is what the Hulkster. Well, here, I'll, I'll do this one. I'll stay here. I'll, I'll say what the Hulkster had to say. Because this is on uh, on Twitter, of course. Yeah. He said, "Bad move, brother. This is going to be the biggest match of your life. Being on Captain, being Captain Team Hogan, is said. the greatest honor." He said, "Understand the champ Rollins needs to do what he's got to do, brother. Defending the title against Bray Wyatt is what champions do. Don't worry, Nate. I got an idea from Team Hogan, brother. Brother, 
<coughs> Why couldn't they have done this on TV in a story? I know. Isn't Hogan supposed to be back on Raw this week? I thought so. I thought both Hogan and Flair were. Why don't they just why, why this could have been part of the story. It could have been a very entertaining part of the story too. I Get know. Hogan involved with the fiend and everything. But instead, no, nope, they just do it on online, in a video online. Maybe I mean, look, if Hogan's going to be on Raw, maybe they will further address it and maybe they will play out some stuff. But I just like when story twists and turns. Like this could have been an interesting story twist and th- that happened on camera. It's ridiculous. And this it is why WWE's creative is completely bankrupt at this juncture. Because there's essential story beats that need to take place on their on their on their flagship shows, it Raw and SmackDown. Really it really does, and they just relegate it to an announcement on some news video on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is utterly ridiculous. Wait, does that make us shills for? This doesn't make us chills for WWE. No, who are we shilling for? Us. <laughs> I loved, I loved it yesterday. The videos, stupid little who won Wednesday video we dropped, and people couldn't figure out in the comments. Whether we were shills, one dude said, how can I take seriously two guys who were sponsored by AEW? And I'm like, did you even watch the show? <laughs> God, people are so stupid sometimes. Anyways. Anyways, uh, also Ric Flair commented. Oh, yeah, he said, Woo! even the team captain doesn't want to go up against Team Flair. Hulk Hogan, you're down to two. Maybe you can call some new stars. Gilberg, Johnny Rods, Woo! back, fire me. You can't fire me. Woo! He said Johnny Rods and Backlund. That's funny. <laughs> That'd be rad if he brought on Gilbert, Johnny Rods, and Backlund. Well, then Flair would have to bring on what? Iron Sheik? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a terrible idea. Warned off. Terrible idea. He's still alive. I think so. Yeah, he's alive. Probably of all those guys, like Backlund might, he could probably still wrestle. Oh, are you kidding me? I just saw, wasn't he was it like doing a headstand? Yeah. Yeah, WrestleCon or something yeah, like man, that. That guy's amazing. He's a hell of an athlete. Dude, he could probably whip all these dudes. No, probably for sure. You think Hogan and Flair are going to join their own teams, man? No. You don't think so? No, it's a huge liability issue. They're not medically clear to do anything. Ric Flair almost died like a year ago. They're not going to clear him to get in the ring and take a bump. This is a 10-man tag match. I understand that. No bumps have to take place. Bret Hart was able to perform after having a stroke. Yeah, I understand that. This is good. But he wasn't on death's door. Buddy, this is going to happen. No, it's not. Flair, he might like punch somebody, but he's not doing anything more than that. Which, okay, that's not the question. No bumps. That's not the question. What's the question then? These, this isn't a question, it's a statement. These two are going to be on their own teams. They're going to no. be members five and five of no, their own not. teams. No, they're not. They're not. They're, here's the thing. It, one because thing, it's elimination tag. They have to get in the ring at some point. Mm. They're going to be on the teams. No. <laughs> no. It's not going to happen. I will quit this show if it happens. Oh, God, don't do that because you know it's a distinct possibility they can no, ride around it. No, it's not because they can ride around it, dude. No, it's happening in Saudi Arabia. It's an elimination tag so it has to be eliminated. <laughs> uh, that's fine. They can ride. It's wrestling. They can ride around no, it. It's not going to happen. They yet. can. It's not going to happen. They get out of the ring. They start brawling amongst themselves and they get DQ'd or something. Or they get uh, they get uh, they get eliminated via like count out or something. Yeah, I understand it's possible that involves some level of physicality, and they're not going to be cleared for any level of physicality. All right, man. All right. Especially Flair, man. Okay. All right, dude. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. No, it's not. It's so going to happen. On this day, think it's going to be Edge. Yeah, Edge is more likely. Mm. Edge actually might happen. Yeah, this is to- this is 100 percent going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Hogan and Flair, it's baby, not going to happen. What what's going to be your reaction? When it does happen. I told you my reaction. I quit. 
<laughs> you can't. I need somebody else then. I'm going to get DJ Booty Dan up in here there with you his go. voice. There you go. I'm not, I'm not really going to quit. It's NWO the, Steven Root. It's, I would be absolutely flabbergasted if something like that happened because... Like, health-wise, neither of them should be, able, should be doing anything. I'm not saying either of them should. I'm saying they both will. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The Saudi government is paying is going to pay a lot of money to get these two guys. I understand that, but the WWE will still be on the hook from a liability standpoint if one of them goes out there and hurts himself significantly or dies. They don't have to do much more than they already did. Like, Flair, like, jumped up against the ropes. This is all, this is literally all they have to do. Well, something has to happen... The simulates a fight or someone has to take a bump, and that is not going to happen, Steve. That is totally oh, not no. going to happen. Oh, no. Even worse than you quitting, Epico said he'll quit. There we go. Oh, no. I hope this doesn't happen, but it's totally going to happen. It's not going to happen. I wanted to happen. make a complete farce happen. of the whole thing. It's a Saudi shit. Make a farce. How much more of a farce could it possibly be, my friend? It's already, it is already way beyond farce. It'd be, it'd be, yeah. <laughs> It would, would they, see they, Lewis Dolby here says Hogan and Flair last two body slam and leg drop from Hulkster and there's your finish. Here's the problem: Hogan, according to himself, no, has an awful do, back. He can't do he that. Can't do a leg drop. That doesn't matter though. It does matter. He's not going to do it. Oh man. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, Halloween could very well be my last day of the job. So it could be, good man. Seeing y'all, nice working with you. It's been a long time. Yeah, man. Got to film those ten for the wins pretty quick then. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just. I'm not saying they won't get involved. Flair will probably punch somebody. That's the extent of it. They, will they are not going to be on their the own team. team. They are not going to be on their own team. <laughs> not. All right. All right. All right. One Frito the Burrito will be on the line. All right, man. That's the deal. I all won't right. quit, but I will happily accept a Frito Burrito from you uh, when when this doesn't happen. And if it does happen, I will be shocked. I will be, uh, it's all the more reason not to watch the show because I don't want to see someone out there who has no business being involved in any sort of match be involved in the match <laughs> in a serious injury before we, worse. Before we get to uh, the business at hand, Larson, Wong here probably should, this is the final word. He says, Larson's blissful ignorance, while concerning, is adorable. My blissful ignorance? <laughs> no, I understand. Well, I completely understand why the, like, why the Saudi government or the sports authority <laughs> them says, Watch Flair hit a destroyer. That'd be dope. Uh, if, that, if, that, if that were to happen, I'd happily buy you a free debris. I'd buy you 10. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd turn on. Hey, listen. If the Saudi government can pay Ric Flair to do a Canadian destroyer, I'll turn that on. I'll watch every single one of those shows. <laughs> I'll be completely on board. It's, it's not ignorance. In, we'll wave the Saudi flag here on the set. Um, it's not ignorance. In my, I know. I'm sure. Like the Saudi sports authority wanted Yokozuna to be on one of the shows. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior. They will. They're willing to like pay for the ultimate wrestling spectacle. They're in their fine mind. having dead people however, on the show, man. However, I can't imagine WWE would 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 be. So blatantly flippant with one's health that they'd be willing to take that kind of money and dole out that kind of money. Yeah, but I mean, and, no. To, to to your point, to your to point, risk someone I, having a significant injury or worse happen during the course of the show. To I mean, to that point, th- they can look completely understanding that it would be terrible TV. It would be terrible TV. There are varying degrees of clearance, and one of those degrees could be simply. Get in the ring, like make a mockery of, of physical fighting, find a way to roll out while you're still fighting and get countered out and eliminated that I understand way. that totally. But there's some level of physicality still involved. 
Not a lot. Not man. a lot, not, but still something. Not a lot. And especially Flair, given his, his recent health scare like a year ago. I don't know, man. Dude was in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. They shouldn't. I would be, that's why I just mean, I would be absolutely shocked. And I just don't see any way they, they would. They shouldn't. It would happen. But they will. Because yeah. it's a huge risk. All right. Well, we got I'm a, sure Flair's totally down. We got a Frito I'm Burrito. Sure Hogan is totally down. We got a Frito Burrito on the line. So we'll, we'll see if that's going to happen. It will. Continuing on. And before we continue on, I should say. Uh, let's see you do that and then do that. Do okay. that and that. So, so yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So WWE. Oh, they just want to buy every all that money they're making from Saudi Arabia, all the money they're going to make from having Team Hogan and uh, Hogan and, and Flair on their teams, uh, yeah, they're trying to buy up some promotions. So we heard earlier that uh, they wanted to buy Pro Wrestling Noah. Well, they made an attempt to buy it. Yeah, they want. Yeah, they wanted to. They tried to as a way to jumpstart NXT Japan. Well, now the Wrestling Observer newsletter mentions that WWE also made a play at buying Stardom as well. Uh, the CEO of, this is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Ogawa, the CEO of Stardom, had been approached in recent months by both Bushi Road, of course, the owners of New Japan Pro mm -hmm. Wrestling, and WWE, both of which wanted to buy the promotion. The WWE plans were to merge Stardom with a men's promotion as NXT Japan and run it themselves. The Bushi Road idea was to keep Stardom as its own entity, allowing Ogawa to stay on and run the business. Another aspect is that in Japan, it is looked down upon to sell majority interest in a Japanese business to an American company. Ogawa never strongly considered selling to WWE. Part of the situation was that Bushi Road had a battle plan for what they wanted to do, while WWE really didn't, past the point they wanted to use the women to start NXT Japan. But they didn't really seem to have a battle plan past the point they wanted to do it. There was no plan on who would run it, how it would be run, and it was likely to be merged with the men's group or the women would be put on shows with men as WWE does things. Of course, they do things different in Japan. Uh, the you know New Japan doesn't have a women's division. They have separate companies. Um, <clears throat> uh, where was I? Sorry. Oh, WWE did offer to sign the entire roster to contracts and bring them in for WrestleMania week and also to induct Ogawa into the Hall of Fame in 2020 if the deal went through. Um, Observer also adds, quote, WWE was also involved in talks with a number of other promotions, but we don't know how serious they were. The, there were stories going around that WWE had hire, has hired or is in the process hiring two major stars to be the head trainers 
for uh, Japanese Performance Center. We have confirmed through WB that uh, Mako Satomura, it's a huge name, yeah, who may be the best woman wrestler in the world. Most have either she or Io Shirai as the best. That's uh, some editorializing from old Dave there. Has been working for the company for some time, who was one of the names listed for that role, but that is the only name confirmed. He lists a couple other that were uh, mentioned, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of like the the huge name. That's awesome. Uh, of course, Stardom eventually sold to Bushi Road, the parent company in New Japan. Uh, the Observer wrote, quote, Bushi Road wanted to keep the Stardom structure as it was with the same house show schedule, build the stars, and run occasional shows in larger arenas. They also had the money to more heavily promote the brand and its stars, and Ogawa saw this as a chance to build up women's wrestling. Um, he mentions, <laughs> as of now, it seems to be no plans or indications that there's going to be any... Uh, crossover between new japan and stardom in the near future i'd say can't ever happen that was um, a big that was a big question a lot of people had mm-hmm. there i think that especially in wrestling twitter there was a whole lot of i told you so with like because a lot of a lot of people out here and look i don't i i am i am i am ignorant of besides what i've talked about like with karen who's lived who lived there for like five and a half years i'm fairly ignorant about like culturally how uh you know obviously they do things different over there they have their way of doing it um, where they have separate promotions for their men's and women's wrestling, and the two don't really meet in the middle. Um, <clears throat> well, they're doing DDT Pro. They've intergender uh, okay. matches okay. in DDT okay. Pro, or at least mixed tag matches. Okay, well, there you go. Because uh, when Kenny went back, mm-hmm. he teamed up with Riho. Okay, okay. And cool. there's that husband and wife team, I believe, that wrestle in DDT okay, Pro. Okay, sure, sure. Um, in any event, uh, yeah, there was a lot of I told you so's on Twitter with Bushi Road buying stardom. I think those people were assuming that they were going to all of a sudden have a bunch of stardom matches or women's matches at like Wrestle Kingdom or something. Doesn't seem to be the case. I think that they see, I think in the in the newsletter, I think, uh, or somewhere I read that uh, stardom right now makes around two and a half million a year. And they think they can increase that like four fold, like but to about, oh, wow. to about 10 million a year wow, that'd be- within the next couple of years. So they see something that's successful. They want to, you know, they think it's a good investment and pump a bunch, a bunch of marketing muscle into it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, make a bunch of money off it. So, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Naheem Quattlebaum here in chat brings up a point. Um, says, thank God uh, Japan uh, more or less didn't do what the companies in the United Kingdom did. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. we'd heard that several of the uh, promotions in the United Kingdom who signed deals with WB. Um, to use their talent had clauses in it which would allow WB to buy the promotion at their leisure seemingly yeah and and shutter it I would be very curious to know what the details of that were because yeah, that's, no. that's a very <clears throat> that's um that's a loaded that's a that's a loaded idea yeah um in terms of like not knowing what the details behind it are um but you know a lot of people lament the the seeming death of the indie scene in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there there's any, there's there's also with that there's a lot of debate that can be had. I mean, when when all those wrestlers who are now under WWE contract sort of built the the British indie scene, and they're trying to advance their careers yeah. by you know joining up with WWE. Can you blame those wrestlers? No, like, no, you know, no. Do you I mean, need to blame I, WWE for giving these people opportunity? And I'm not, dude, I'm, look, y'all can call me a shill for WWE all you want. I don't really care. Um, but I'm just saying that whenever whenever people call out, I've noticed this on Twitter, whenever somebody calls out, oh, the WWE, you know, destroying the, the UK indie scene, you know, there's always those NXT UK wrestlers coming out and saying, well, we're trying to advance our careers. Yeah. Like, we built this, and we're now we're trying to hit that next level. 
I don't know. I mean, I know there's, no, you, there's, I don't, there's a I, lot of different viewpoints. There. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't, I don't blame the talents because in the day they want to uh, enrich themselves both professionally and financially. Sure. Yeah. And I imagine a lot of those men and women grew up watching WWE mm-hmm. because there was a stretch in the United Kingdom, like the world of sport wasn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. WWE was probably the primary wrestling you can watch on television. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure like, you know, uh, anybody who watches sports and has any idea that they want to pursue that individual, that particular sport at some point in their lives, they have these dreams of, of succeeding at the highest level. Mm-hmm. I don't blame Pete Dunne for wanting to, yeah, to cash in and, 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 you know, enrich himself and, mm-hmm. and try to reach the highest level of professional wrestling. The only part of the, that the whole situation there that bums me out is the situation with WWE having the option to buy these promotions who have built up a, a thriving independent scene in the United Kingdom and seemingly on WWE's whims, based on what we heard, and that's not like full contracts or anything, obviously, so we don't know the exact details. They can buy, you know, buy them and then close them. Yeah. So so long as as, as if, if these if these wrestlers are signing with WB, so long as there's companies around where the next generation of wrestlers can go and ply their trade and improve. And that's the big thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. I mean, uh, like here in the States, that's WB can start buying up independent promotions. It's not gonna matter because every city seemingly has a promotion mm-hmm. regionally that wrestlers can go and wrestle for, learn to wrestle, uh, develop their talents. And move up the ladder, mm, yeah. and it's it's a constantly re- it's, the system is constantly refeeding itself. We've mm-hmm. seen it several times. You know, it happens all the time. Alex, he mentions here also two of the biggest UK names. <clears throat> UK names went up to Japan. I mean, you have Zack Saber Jr. and uh, Will Osprey over there yeah. um, doing big things in in New yeah. Japan. Yeah. Um, so I mean that that's that's just the nature of, of wrestling in general. It's cyclical, anyways. It is. And I think this is sort of what you're seeing in the UK as well. Again, I'm not the most. You know, you can ask Wayne Maker and probably Alex C a lot more about yeah, that yeah. than definitely me or you. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And it's interesting that the United Kingdom is a separate thing because at the time, like, World of Sport was trying to come back. Like, Progress, Progress is, is, is super popular, but it's a relatively new company. Mm-hmm. Um, like, WB could go into the United Kingdom and, and, you know, establish a base there because there's not the same level of... of, of entrenched companies sure. as there are in Japan where not even close to Japan or Mexico for that. Matter. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to have a much harder time mm-hmm. thinking they can go into Mexico or Japan and thinking they can just start up a, a promotion fresh. Well, they're and they're very, they're very tied to their, you know, cultural ways. Like he even mentions here, selling a majority interest in a Japanese business to an American company is frowned upon. Um, you know, I mean, I think that there's also, there's also the same, if people think that new Japan is going to bow to the pressure from like wrestling Twitter or whatever to add a women's division to their product, they are sorely mistaken. That is probably not going to happen because they, unless they view it as a necessity for their Western expansion Mm -hmm. as something that they have to do. Um, But I just don't know that's going to be the case. I think that they do things their way first and people will conform to that um, because they've been doing it for so long. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting stuff. And uh, but WWE, they're not stopping no. the the train of uh, of global localization. They're going to keep on doing it. But yeah, you're right. I think it's going to be more difficult for them, seemingly, to to get a foothold in the in in Japan, trying to buy up promotions. Uh, they're probably gonna, they might have to just start from scratch. Yeah, and they you know? might not be the immediate success that mm-hmm. NXT UK was. Yeah, because if they are unable to. 
like I've heard, I don't know, I could be completely wrong, but imagine they start up NXT Japan and they want to start running shows at Kirk and Hall. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, would there be resistance from whomever that operates Kirk and Hall? Or this, this new American-based company is trying to... Uh, and is that different from... Because doesn't WWE, when they do a tour of Japan, Japan don't they go to Kirk and Hall? Mm-hmm. They don't. No, they go to, uh, I think they go to Sumo Hall. Okay, all I'll right. Say that's where they okay. have their shows. I don't believe yeah. they, they run at Kirk and... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what it's... kind of resistance there would be yeah. um, if you know WB came in to try to you know enter the market. Yeah, right. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't. Know, it is. I don't it's going to be if anybody would be resistant to it. I don't know how it would play out. Whatsoever. I think you're right though. It's going to be interesting and it's going to be very different than what we saw in the UK, where they were basically able to just come in and you know everybody genuflects before WWE there anyways, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least the wrestlers seem to. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's what they grew up on. That's what yeah, totally, grew totally. Up on, you know? I mean, and if that's the, 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 the best outlet for them for their careers and advancing themselves, by all means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not, that's not necessarily the case in other, other regions of the world, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking about WWE encroaching on certain territory. Oh, they're, they're encroaching, encroaching on, on our ours. territory now. What the heck? They have officially entered the podcast game. Of course, a little while ago, uh, it was reported that WWE would be partnering with Endeavor, to create their own podcast network. Endeavor also handles, I believe, the WWE Network backend as well. Is that true? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Network, yeah. Uh, Karen <laughs> says here, Kirkin is a smaller competitive venue to get into. Ah, interesting. Yeah, she mentioned this. It's Rio Goku Sumo Hall where they run their shows generally. WWE, that is. Uh, so this week, WWE announced their first official show, After the Bell, with Corey Graves. The show's description, <laughs> they, they really need to have... Tom Phillips do like a UK travel vlog show. (laughs) He's just miserable the whole time. Here's where the queen lives, I guess. Had fish and chips again today for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Went to this place called Nando's. (laughs) It's all the rage. I didn't see what's so cheeky about it. (laughs) Can I go into a pub without a fight breaking out? Oh, man. I go to a pub. I went to go try to see a soccer game, and there was just violence everywhere. People were getting stabbed left and right. It's terrifying here. I was, I was asking on the way there. I was asking, so where's the soccer stadium at? And people kept on calling it football. <laughs> I didn't want. And to I see said, football. no, I'm not looking soccer. for the NFL. And then I got stabbed. <laughs> this guy named Wayne stabbed me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the show's description. Reads, hosted by Corey Graves, after the bells, an official WWE podcast that gives you a provocative look. Ooh, a provocative look at the latest in Raw, SmackDown, NXT, featuring exclusive superstar interviews. ATB examines the world of WWE, both between and beyond the ropes, in a way that is edgy and unpredictable. Oh, in a way that is as edgy and unpredictable as Corey Graves himself. Who can forget how edgy Corey Graves is when he got on Twitter and said, I'm retiring. And then he, what did he say? A shirt or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I know. He waited a good hour and then said, oh, a shirt. Oh, but here, listen to this. Graves has scored himself a pretty solid guest for the first episode. The Game Triple H. A trailer for the show is currently up on all podcasting platforms. And the show, the show's debut will launch on 1030. It's the day before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it called? After the Bell? After the Bell. Twinewinder here, your your Nando's uh, uh, comment. 
got people started talking about a uh, Undertaker. It's a picture of him and Nando. <laughs> yeah, I did. sporting some the the uh, some New Balance dad shoes. What's the uh, what's the what's the Nando's menu look like? I don't know. I'm surprised I didn't go there while I was there. Yeah, I am too. <clears throat> oh, here we go. First timers. Do you think he was new to Nando's? I don't know. New to Nando's. This is the menu. Step one: choose your food and decide. I mean, I know how to order food. And decide how spicy you want it. We have everything from plain-ish to extra hot. Oh, give me extra hot. Step two: once you have, once hey, you yeah, here, that's, hold that's on. It. Let me let me read these rules Step two, here. Capitalism. <laughs> once you have a table number, go to the counter to order and pay. This is just like a regular place. Grab yourself. Step three: grab yourself the sauces and dressings you fancy and any cutlery you need. Eating with your fingers is heartily encouraged. Hmm. What am I, an animal? That's disgusting. I'm the dead man. Even in the river Stygian, we have forks and knives. <laughs> Step four, your order is brought to your table as speedily as chickenly possible. Forgotten anything, need extras, or want dessert? Order from your table. We'll sort it out. And then you can eat in peace. Well, that's just cheesy. Or chickening. Then you look at the menu, though. Oh, yeah. Well, if you scroll up, there's menu right there. Visit the menu. Visit the menu. I should probably shouldn't look at that. I'm hungry right Take now. Take a look at this menu right here. Perry Perry chicken. So we got chicken. Splatter platters to share. Yeah, I thought it said splatter yeah. too. Sides. All right, this is just a regular menu. That's good. All right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, podcast. You gonna listen to that podcast, Larson? Uh, I might give it a try. I like Corey Graves. I like Corey Graves. No, I think it'll be fine. It'll probably be funny. He's a very entertaining guy. He's he a very is. funny guy. I do think that he should Skype in Tom Phillips and say, hey, Tom, how you doing in the UK? It's miserable over here. I know. Why did they get like a low-budget version of me to do Raw? Oh, man. Anyways. What do you got going on tonight, man? SmackDown? Yeah, we're gonna be, are we going to be streaming SmackDown itself? We're just going to do the... You guys want us to do a live stream of our SmackDown reactions? We probably should. Probably a good idea. I can. <clears throat> yeah, I can too. I'm dropping Bam off. Or do you guys not care? I don't know. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. No, no, we'll think about it. We got anything better going on? I mean, just be hanging out with the family. Yeah. Well, I'll just be. I'll be here watching regardless. Oh, you will be. Yeah. All right, I can do that then too. I mean, Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Either we want either we want to be on or just chill on our couch and not. <laughs> we should I mean, probably just couch back there. We should probably do it. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Anyways, uh, so here's a, his preview for SmackDown. Oh, Actually, yeah. sounds pretty cool. There's some good stuff going on. Yeah, here. potentially. First, Roman Reigns ready to take the Intercontinental Championship from Shinsuke Nakamura. Sami Zayn brought his bark to Twitter Thursday morning, and the big dog took notice. 
After Shinsuke Nakamura fell to the third round of the WWE draft, Zayn took exception and spouted off on social media about the disrespect for the champion. Can the king of strong style continue cashing the checks that Zayn's mouth writes? Or will Reigns and Nakamura, I'm sorry, or will Reigns end Nakamura's reign and begin his own championship run to kick off the new era of SmackDown? Tune in for Friday Night SmackDown on Fox at 8, 7 Central to see the thrilling Intercontinental Championship match. Yeah, it's kicking off the show, I think. Everybody's saying, yeah, "Yeah, stream. Okay, we'll stream. We'll stream, fine. (laughs) Bailey joins Miz TV in the wake of reclaiming the SmackDown Women's Championship in brash fashion. Bailey with the new hair is ready for her close-up. That's a terrible line. It is. Fresh off debuting a new look, sloshing down her Bailey buddies and reclaiming the SmackDown Women's Championship from Charlotte Flair. Bailey has plenty of questions left to answer following the explosive victory and ensuing celebration. The Miz is ready to roll out the blue carpet and give the champion the opportunity to clarify what inspired last week's torrid outburst. Will Bailey share her true intentions, or will she continue to lash out at the WWE Universe after last week's two-word antagonizing refrain? Screw you. Yeah. That's what she said. That's what she had to say. Next. Oh, this is fun. SmackDown Women's Championship opportunity on the line in six-pack challenge match. The depth of the SmackDown Women's division will be on full display in a loaded six-pack challenge match. Carmella, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose all square off for the opportunity to face Bayley for the SmackDown Women's title. Which of these women are going to win and then lose to Bayley? Because they need to line up some jobbers for her. Carmella enters with the experience of a former champion, but all of the competitors are hungry to make a big impression on the blue brand. Uh, who will emerge to challenge the reinvented Bailey? And is the winner destined for a similar fate as the Bailey Buddies? Wow. 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 She's going to slash them? Yeah, take an axe to somebody. Oh, ooh. Uh, the New Day team up with Heavy Machinery against the Revival and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode mm. with all of WWE's top twosomes on a collision course for a tag, for tag team supremacy at Crown Jewel and the largest tag team turmoil match in history. SmackDown's premier tag teams will clash on Friday night. The New Day team up with Heavy Machinery as the power of positivity meets the power of colossal creativity. That's mm-hmm. a new catchphrase. Yeah, there you go. In a matchup against SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Revival say yeah. Yeah. Glorious pairing of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, who will position themselves as the class of the new SmackDown division. Can these teams coexist? Or will the upcoming Tag Team Turmoil Showdown cause the match to devolve into chaos? You know, if the Usos ever come back, once again, SmackDown is a pretty decent tag division. Yeah, I really so like, go back to SmackDown. We obviously love the Revival and New Day, but man, yeah. I really like the Dolph and Robert Roode pairing. I think that's really good. Yeah. Heavy Machinery's quality, too. They're on, aren't, yeah, they're on my team, aren't they? They're yeah. on my team, yeah. 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 You have... Uh... You've got Dolph and Rob Roode, right? No, you do. I do? I have yeah. them, too? Really? I have Revival and New Day. Oh, okay. Those are solid. That's solid. Yeah. I've got no. That's I've got the Miz. I've got Bailey. I've got Roman. You've got Nakamura. Oh, cool. All right. And then in that, uh, well, Nakamura ain't gonna win clean. He might not even win. That wouldn't surprise me if Fox was like, "Yeah, we like a title on Roman. Please do that now. Thank you." In fact, for this woman's six pack challenge, you've got Carmella, Nikki, Lacey Evans, and I don't have anybody. I've got Nikki. Yeah, I thought you had Nikki. Nope, Didn't you, you take? No, I, I took Alexa Bliss. Oh, we split them. Interesting. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Oh, I got Lacey Evans too, huh? Yeah. Nice. Go me. 
Anyways, uh, do you want to take you want to take some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. You want to look at the television, Mister Lee? Uh, first, we got a new me- channel member, Miami Heat, nineteen ninety four. Welcome. Oh, nice, Miami Heat, nineteen ninety four. Were they any good back in ninety four? They had Alonzo Morning back then, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an okay squad. It's not a bad team. He always had to play second fiddle Wait, with Shaq. He though. might have been on the Hornets then, still. Yeah, he might have been the Hornets then. I thought he was on the Heat. He wasn't on the Heat early. No, he got drafted by the Hornets, I believe, and got traded to the Heat. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Nick C., you guys hear Shotzi Blackheart got signed to NXT. I did. That's cool. I did see that. That's great. Rebecca Inglis, just because it's Friday and Steve's impersonations are epic. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate the support. Here on Going In River Stygian. All right, let's see. So, okay. Yeah, Morning was drafted in 1992 NBA draft by the Charlotte Hornets. And then how long, uh, when did he and go? And then 95. Oh, it was 95, huh? They traded him. Oh, that's right. He had, he had, he was with uh, Larry, Jen- he was with Grandmama, huh? Grandmama, yeah. Nice. Very cool. All right. We're gonna... Let's see who's on the Miami Heat 1994 roster. Hit the Twitter and see what other questions are out there. Oh, Glenn Rice. Greg Morris. If Regal. If Regal. If William Regal. Harold Miner. Remember Harold Miner? Uh-huh. He's the guy who blew up, right? Didn't well, he? Didn't he? Didn't he gain a bunch of weight? I'm thinking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If well, William Steve Smith, he was a good player. Okay, enough of that. If William Regal, John Sally, wow, could wrestle one more match, who's your pick? Daniel Bryan. He says the obvious answer is Adam Cole. I'd say storyline it's Adam Cole, but it's got to be Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. mentions Daniel Bryan as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about this? What about Robbie Brooks? No, uh, Zia Zia Brookside. Brookside. Sure. Time for some intergender action. All good. All good names. Calls her sign. Come on, sunshine. Uh, let's see here. Breakout Blake Elizondo in the world of wrestling. When backstage drama goes down, those events will sometimes make their way into storylines in a worked shoot style. With this template in mind, what will be the story of the next Spider-Man movie? So you need a uh, worked shoot scenario. Of course, Spider-Man was out of the Marvel Universe. And now he's back in for at least one more movie. Um, I think you play that scenario out. As it pertains to the Avengers, the entire movie is contract negotiations with the Avengers. First he's out, then he makes his way back in, but only for one crisis event. And then after that, shipped off to another universe. Yeah, you have me or another team like the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He's like, you have me for your next Thanos-level event, be it Doctor Doom, whomever. But after that, after that, I'm dealing with my own uh, cast of villains. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Matthew Flanagan. When I was a kid, I liked making random tag teams with my action figures. Who are two wrestlers in WWE that you could randomly see making a really good team? My pick would be Chad Gable and Rusev. That's a good pick. However, I'm going to change this question. Any two action figures from your collection back in the day. Good. As a tag team from all different universes, who would they be? Duke from G.I. Joe and Matt Tracker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man i'm gonna go with uh dude i'm gonna go with uh man at arms from he-man yeah and uh optimus prime all right that's a killer combination right there man or man at arms and uh who's the bad guy who turned into a gun megatron yeah megatron uh let's see here uh trey sherman uh, 
does it eh, does it really matter that there are seemingly no rules in AEW matches, or does this muddy their sports centric approach? I'm fine with the ECW approach. I just think they should make that clear. I oh, think, I think they're are they referring to to Pentagon tagging himself in while he was in the corner? Yeah. Okay. So I saw that on Twitter. I didn't notice it on the actual. No, show. I noticed it live. I kind of laughed. Okay. So what happened? He wasn't standing on the apron. He was standing in the corner, and Ray Phoenix tagged him in. <laughs> and the ref's like, "All right, go ahead." Yeah. And then there was the whole matter of like there there, there were rules in a street fight where there shouldn't be rules. Yeah. They like they had rope breaks and stuff. Yeah. I think look, man, they're all figuring they're figuring this out under a microscope. Mm-hmm. It's it's all good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence will take over, add more matches to the card since TV is now two hours. I'd be surprised. I would be very surprised. Triple H has said, and he's a guy, when it comes to this stuff, I can take him at his word, that every takeover is going to be its own thing. Um, and, you know, it's only going to be the cream of the crop. So I would be I would be shocked if it actually went longer in length. I mean, even WWE pay-per-views are trying to keep it to three and a half hours at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Ziffer. If Roman beats Nakamura for the IC title tonight, who takes it off him eventually? It would be Roman carrying it until he beat Brock for the WWE yeah. title, and then they'd vacate He'd it. have all the belts. No, he can carry both belts. Seth did it. He uh, carried the U.S. title. And the and the WWE title. At the same time, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying. This is the IC title. So? Hogan didn't carry both. No, Warrior didn't carry both titles. Yeah, times were different then. They vacated it. I'm saying the precedent has been set for a champion holding the top title and mid-card title in recent memory. Uh, Karsten, who is the greatest in, in any women's division today, and why is it Io Shirai? Uh, it is Io Shirai, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's the bottom line on that. Uh, Nick Kyle, did you guys review AEW Dark's Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela? Not yet, but I want to watch it. I'd like to watch that. Uh, Kyle Mashigan, uh, what's up, guys? Heading to NXT in Seattle tonight. Cool. Enjoy SmackDown Live and have a good weekend. Thank that's not you. SmackDown Live anymore. He he just said SmackDown. I called it SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live now TV. Now it's Friday night, SmackDown on Fox. He said, and have a good weekend. Thanks, Kyle. Hope you enjoy NXT. If you see any friendos out there uh, or any friendos who are going to be in Seattle tonight for NXT, go say hi to Kyle. Yes. Just start uh, screaming his name. <laughs> Kyle! Kyle! Kyle M! MJ The Verge, where do you see this unfortunate Seth versus The Fiend story going after Crown Jewel? Will it be over with, or will it leak into the Survivor Series card? Also, will The Fiend take the Universal title from Seth? Uh, love you guys. Friendo since 15. Thank you. So that's something we didn't really talk too much about. Apparently, uh, The Fiend is advertised to be on Raw, even though he's a SmackDown star, uh, through December. Did you uh, read anything that was legitimate about uh, Fox not liking the Firefly Funhouse aspect of The Fiend? I saw it somewhere, but I didn't really put a whole lot of stock into it. Neither did I. Because that's kind of like one of the major selling points of the character. You would think, unless they simply like the, the, the horror version. Movie. Yeah. You need the other part of it you need for it to really work. I know. It's like if you did, I don't know, a Joker movie and you didn't have Batman in it. Why would anybody want to go see that movie, it's Larson? It's true. I mean, Tons apparently a lot of people want to go see it. You know what's funny, though? Like, did you see my tweet to Scoops last night? I did. He totally validated why I'm like kind of just not really into going to see that movie. Well, it might be fine and all, but it just seems unessential, huh? Yeah. 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 Um, here's something I just thought of that I didn't really consider before. Last year, heading into Survivor Series, uh, AJ was champ. And then uh, they didn't want to do Brock AJ two years in a row mm-hmm. at Survivor Series and mm-hmm. Champion yeah. Champ thing. So they took one of the reasons they took the belt off AJ and put a Dana Bryan because it was a fresh matchup. 
given how much we've seen Seth versus Brock just this year, do you think maybe they'll take the belt off him for no other reason than to not have to revisit that match? Man, trying to figure out the whims of Vince McMahon. You know, it, o- it, fool's always, errand, man. it always cracks me up whenever I'm listening to uh, uh, something to wrestle with Pritchard and Conrad. And when Conrad asked Pritchard, hey, you know, why, what, why, what was the, the thought process going into making so-and-so, giving this guy a push or whatever, it's always the most simple thing. I don't know. Vince thought he could make money off him. Thought he was a big star. <laughs> Figured we'd try it. Things are so ca- things are so much more casual than they really should be over there. I know. I like the CM Punk approach. Approach events with eight weeks of, of TV. I know. That's how it should be. I know. That's how it should be. I mean, just the stuff about WB trying to buy Noah or or Stardom. So what's the plan going forward? Oh, we're gonna buy you and give you a contract after that. Mm. How long? I mean, how long was UK in limbo? Forever. For a long time. It was in, it was in limbo forever. Like man. if they actually wanted to try to impress any promotion anywhere in the world with an offer. Like, have a plan. It's just, we're WWE. We want to throw money at you, and then you just do. <laughs> so, yes, hey, no. we got, Hey, we got some money. Yeah, what are you going to do with our promotion? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to own it. We're going to have it. Let's see what Magic 8 Ball has to say. <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> uh, Jeff, maybe. Message redacted, whatever Steve's favorite is. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Jeff. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, King Drew. Let's say in the next year or two, someone becomes the first person to simultaneously hold the NXT heavyweight and North American titles. Who would that person be? He said, make a joke pick and a reasonable pick. Okay, Undertaker's my joke pick. Uh, I'm coming back down here to salute. Yeah, that's a good no, one. No, Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves. So he can truly call himself the finest. Ah, Matt Riddle. That's a, that's a good pick right yeah, there. Yeah, Matt Riddle would be my, oh, my no. legit pick. Bro. First of all, you're not my bro. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nice to meet you. Uh, John Ortolaza. I like this idea. He says, since Lesnar and Velasquez were part of the UFC, why not let them have a shoot fight at Crown Jewel? The show will be ass anyways. <laughs> might as well let the boys out of their cage. I agree, man. Just let them go at it. They don't need sanctioning. No, they don't need sanctioning. The issue is that I'm sure they have a, a particular outcome they have in Dude. mind. Dude. Have you seen the, they should do a bare knuckle fight. Have you seen the ads on fight? That looks amazing. Somebody's going to die, man. I just want to see the slap fights that they had. That'd be cool too, yeah. Those guys are getting worked. But put stories behind I know. People (laughs) get knocked out from getting slapped in the face. And then they walk away and their face, 30 minutes to 20 minutes later, the face is so. Oh, it was something else, man. so puffy. It was something else. It was something else. It was too much, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no. <coughs> yeah, that might be it. All right. Yeah, that might be, that might be good for questions. That's, f- that's fair. Yeah. Let me, right. I'll, I'll, let me reload one time. All right. I'll reload one time. All right. There's any last questions here. I'm going through ch- You know, the NBA always does such a good job with their commercials. Who, NBA? Yeah. Yeah, I know. All right, that's it. That's, that's it. it. For, that's, that's it. Show. Yeah, that's it. That's the show. Uh, so yeah, I guess join us later on tonight for our SmackDown Live. Sorry, SmackDown on Fox live reactions. It will be live, so it's fine. It will be live. Our live reactions. Uh, we got a fun video coming up tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to get a notification though because we're doing so many other notifications. Yeah. So thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.